lovely people. Welcome back to the Unraveling the World podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking about a very popular show that has had great success and has, re- and has received both positive and negative feedback. Yep, you guessed it. Never have I ever. That being said, let's start off. Okay, so to start off, um, I guess I'll just give a quick summary of what the show's about and a few key details about what it is. So I basically started watching Never Have I Ever right when it released a couple of days after maybe, after I heard a couple of my friends talking about it and everyone was talking a lot about it and that's when it was starting to get a lot of hype. So basically it revolves around this brown girl, um, none other than Daisy, and she's basically in school, but what's different about her is that her father passed away in a car accident and it's basically her way of coping with high school along with the stereotypes of being brown. Yeah, and, and she, because of her, um, yeah, I think in the story they mentioned that she spent like freshman year in crutches and the next year in sophomore year, um, her dad passed away. And I think she uses like popularity and everything as a coping mechanism because she often feels like, I feel like she feels like she's like this outstanding, she like, she doesn't blend in with the with the normal quote unquote like teenagers, teenagers. So she does everything to blend in. So, which kind of makes her embarrassed of her Hindu culture and everything. Yeah. But I don't know. I felt like I could really relate to this show because compared to other shows that I've watched, it's definitely something I related to the most. And they did do an accurate representation of how it is to be brown and like all the societal and cultural norms. But I feel like they kind of depicted some stuff to be wrong or they depicted it in the wrong way. Yeah, like for example, the coyote. If you guys know, yeah. oh my god, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bit her. So, this yeah. is like um, a huge, this is really important reincarnation. Yeah. We strongly, Hindus strongly believe in that. And so, let's take my mother. Um, my mother's mom, uh, so my grandma on my mom's yeah. side, she, she died very early. So, my mother always believed that. Um, she comes back to her as a back as a black crow and visits her like as a black crow. So whenever the black crow comes near our house, which it does pretty often. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so, uh huh. So we always make sure to give like some sort of food, whether it's cake or cookies. Aww. We, yeah, we always do make sure to give some sort of food, and I feel like that since the coyote bit her, I feel like it was a very like they should not have made it do that. They should have. Like, I don't know, made it comfort her or something like that. Because yeah, it was a very wrong interpretation of, um, like, it made it sound like we are absolutely saying, we're saying, it made it sound like we believe in, like, such ridiculous things. But we're really not, you know? They put, yeah, sorry. I mean, a lot of the things that they did talk about, it was accurate, but some things they kind of, like, did in a wrong way or they should have done it in a different way. Like, a lot of the stuff they did was exactly, um, like, stuff that I do, like, you know how they had a puja and all that stuff? But in the beginning, like, you know how she was in crutches and after she saw Paxton and she just all of a sudden could start walking? Like, some of that stuff yeah. was a little questionable. Yeah. And I feel like the wrong, like, after they, I feel like especially when if, if there's, like, a person who's not brown viewing this kind of a show, whether it be for entertainment or educational purposes, I feel like it gives, like, a wrong, it, it portrays, like, brown people wrong because of these, um, some somewhat of, like, stereotypes that they include in the show throughout 
the show you know and so like the coyote scene and the fact that she i don't know there's like many many instances where they just portray women indian women more specifically wrong mm-hmm. which which is why i don't think it should be used as an educational um kind of show which it's not but yeah yeah and like yeah go ahead yeah and like i really wanted to talk about how like um about the side characters and like see the thing is is that this like show it has such a like great diversity in the cast which is such a good thing like eleanor fabiola like there's like let's take fabiola for example it has a great representation of lgbtq and someone struggling to come out yeah. And then let's take um, Eleanor for example, her mother. It it really show it shows someone with um, who struggles with um, I guess mother issues, and um, and we can even see um, Davy's point of view. Um, she struggles with um, she lost her dad, which I'm sure it's not it's it happens it it happens you know at such a young age we can really understand so many people's point of view through this show and it's it's just really nice. Yeah, and I love that we get a lot of people's stories, not just Davies. Like, mm-hmm. especially the fact that we're getting like firsthand, like you know, a point of view from a brown girl. Like that in itself is amazing. But we also get a lot of different point of views. For example, Kamala. Like you know how she lived with um, she lived with Davy and stuff, and also mm-hmm. the struggle with arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really important because we talked about like she talked about how the um. I think the show really helps people to understand the difference between forced marriages and arranged marriages because those are two very different things. She, Kamala, consented to the marriage, and she, it was her choice. You know, she knew it was the right. She felt it was the right thing to do. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people thought that like had different opinions about this show, and I, I liked it, but I felt like some of it was a little questionable. But it was definitely something I could relate to a lot. But I don't know, some stuff were stereotyped differently. Like that she's really smart. And yeah, like, I mean, I think it's good for people to think that, like, it's not a bad thing, but stereotyping an entire. I think it can be harmful because, um, I think it can be harmful because, well, it puts a lot of more pressure on Indian children. I think. Even though I feel like, yeah, stereotyping like certain people can be harmful, but I feel like the show kind of balances some things out because you know, like, um, like Davy being like really harsh to her mother, like saying some harsh, harsh, harshful things to her mother. But I feel like it kind, I feel like there's a lot of reasons why she does that in the first place. I feel like what triggered it was her father's death, but like also the fact that like some Indian parents they'll pressure their kids into being. Uh, pressure their kids into some stuff that they don't want to necessarily be in like clubs or whether it be like school related and everything and we know that Davy is like really smart and everything but I feel like it's a lot of it's like the reason she is where she is is because of her mother and I don't know if she necessarily wants to be there sometimes you know mm-hmm. yeah and aside from just getting like a perspective of Davy, and you know I mean like my parents always tell me like yeah treat others with respect and stuff but i feel like we also got a lot of a big sense of indian parenthood because you know how she she would talk back to her mom and stuff mm-hmm. and, yeah. so, and it's not like i understand how 
well, actually, I don't understand. Like, it's really hard for her that she lost her father at such a young age. Yeah. And the fact that she's just dealing with all of this, and then she tells her mom, I wish you were the one in the car that night. That That's just so harmful. Like, it hurts her mom, but Davy like, needs to understand, or she did understand that her mom was also going through a lot of pain because her husband also passed away. Exactly. Like, yeah. Also, because of the fact that she's a teenager, I feel like she can, she doesn't grasp the idea of, like, the fact that others have, like, like feelings almost because she, even though she was obviously impacted by her father's death, like, she needs to under... No, not to, like, blame her or anything because it's, like, going through a death is so mm-hmm. hard. But, like, as a teenager, like, an aspect she's missing, like, is the fact that, like, her mom, she, like, lost her husband, you know? And so that's like a huge. And she's still trying to raise Davy. Yeah, she's like she's a single mother now. She's a single mother now, trying to raise a daughter who is literally growing, and it's so hard. And she feel like obviously it's hard. It's gonna be hard for her to understand now. But I feel like whenever the second season or following seasons come out, I'm I'd be really um, I look forward to seeing her like. Her, that like that part of her prog- progress and into like her appreciation for her mother uh, uh, like hopefully you know and not only that but like appreciation for her culture itself because many instances in the show she's like a like she's like almost she's like embarrassed of her culture yeah which is really sad to see you know yeah we can especially see she's um insecure about her culture during ganesh puja like a friend yeah. tells her that being indian is cool and hating and you know hating the culture reveals like the person's insecure and like it really it showed and like or let's take her and Paxton for example she was really embarrassed to tell him she was at Ganesh Puja you know yeah which was so sad to see but like which because she thought that she in order in order for her to blend in she had to let go of such an important like part of her mm-hmm. and because she kind of felt like she got the idea that the other people in her school wouldn't like the fact that she's celebrating these different mm-hmm. things and Which in reality, this was actually not the case. I haven't seen anyone bullying her because she's Indian. It's more internalized. Yeah, it's internalized. And so because she's also like smart, I feel like she kind of uses that to her advantage sometimes, which is nice to see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because she has a rival, like Ben, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, I like that he's a character who like kind of gets that kind of side of her, that she's like mm-hmm. proud to be smart. Which is, like, obviously you're going to be proud to be smart, but, like, you don't really like to fit into that stereotype necessarily. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, last podcast episode, we talked about, like, Indian stereotypes, and that actually also connects with this kind of show. Because oh, yeah, definitely. Do you guys remember um, in the trailer, and well, it was in the show, but it was also, like, in the trailer, I believe. He was like, are you trying to grow a mustache? But a lot of, it's not just baby, or it's not just how they say it in the thing, but... A lot of um, brown girls do, like, face those sort of comments, like, oh, how's your mustache doing? Oh, yeah, like, are you trying to grow a mustache? Those sort of comments. Yeah, it's, like, it's ongoing thing. We also talked about it, like, last podcast, I believe. But, like, it's so normalized, like, racism against, um... It's not normalized. That's a word. Not word. That's a wrong word to say. It's, like, it's, it's like people have made it... People are just racist in general. And they, they'll make these comments against, um against Indian people like whether it be mustache or, or or like even these small things matter and it affects people more than they might think you know and it's like so many brown girls face it and you don't see the problem until we speak on it so that's why we're speaking on it right now and so yeah, yeah. I mean overall I really did like this show it mm-hmm. was really good 
um although there were like some kind of scenes where i don't know i thought that they were like like they were very little, very like, very cringy questionable. horrifyingly <laughs> cringy yeah. Like to the yeah, I literally had to turn my phone like off. Dave, like, oh my god! I no, you know what I did? I was like watching like Coyote scene or whatever that whatever I was watching. <laughs> I had to literally pause it, take a breather, and be like, okay. So this no, is no, no, no. You know what? And then no, no, I had to break, and then I was I started watching it. Again. No, no, and that so- was. That was when she went up to Paxton. That scene just did it for me. I was just done. I just couldn't watch it for the next Yeah, I feel like some things that just... It's like, why is it there? But I feel like, I guess it's entertainment, you know? Yeah, it it did make it funny. I do think that some of the It's like so cringy. It make it better. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know when I was like, what the heck? When I first watched... It was literally the first scene. The first 10 seconds. She gets up when she sees. Oh yeah! I like, literally was, was like, I was so yeah. embarrassed. I was, I was like, so embarrassed. But you know, it works. It like caught our attention, so it kind of worked. But <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's like for, it's like for entertainment. It's good, you know. And I like well, it. Sure so many types of people. Yeah. I'm like sure. her but best friend. It was a good show, nonetheless, though. It I, wasn't I terrible. It. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's terrible, but I wouldn't say it's like the best show ever you know yeah because her friends like her fabiola and there's so many like there's so much representation and it also shows like fabiola are like coming out you know as gay and so i think that's an important part to look at and it's nice to see on media yeah Yeah. definitely so we're we're really glad that you guys tuned into this episode and we really wanted to say thank you for 100 over 100 um listens um over two episodes (laughs) thank you so much yeah thank you so much to end off um i think we'd like to end with like a never have i ever question so who wants to ask (laughs) not me i can ask so never have well not me well have you guys ever slept during virtual school (laughs) yes what type of question is even that yeah, that's such a stupid question who the heck has not slept during virtual school yeah one time i literally slept through a whole period and it was like first period so it's like you're upset period. about a whole period i slept through three periods okay mm. okay I, I have an alarm so I, like i i slept through the whole period and then i had to i came back and i was like i texted my i know i like texted my um my teacher being like oh my god i'm so sorry i had like computer issues and so i had to like lie which i felt really bad but like she didn't mark me absent because I told her that I'd been working. My Zoom was just not working, which I guess is not amazing. But yeah. Nah, I told the truth to all my teachers because I'm just such a good student. And yeah, sure. I think everyone sleeps, including myself. And that's, yeah, but that's for a different episode. Now we're just getting off track. Different episode. We'll just talk about sleeping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Thank you that's guys. all for today then. Tune Thank you guys so much week. for tuning in. Tune in for the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.